Hello there and welcome to The Red Review with me, Jeremy Brim. Uh, got a great episode this week uh, with a friend of mine, Katie Donworth, who works for Pippa at Pipster Solutions. Um, and, an, and one that I've meant to do for a while, actually. So uh, Katie's very early in her career. I thought it'd be interesting to get her insights uh, on what it's like trying to get in, purposefully trying to get into our discipline, um, what trying to find a job was like. Uh, and we'll touch on the apprenticeship that she's she's doing as well. So uh, hope you enjoy it. Let's get into it. Thanks. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hello. I'm very, very well, thank you. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Um, so uh, an episode I meant to ask you to do ages ago. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for making the time. Um, and so a, li a little bit different to normally I have lots of sort of wise old owls on um, <laughs> or, or whatever it is uh, and um, quite quite excited as well that um, as we'll come on to discuss I'm sure you're the the first ever person I've met who actually intentionally got into bidding um, but let's let's do the intros and the background bit first mm -hmm. so can you tell the listeners slash viewers who you are where you come from what you do that kind of stuff yes of course so um i'm incredibly early in my bidding career um i work for the amazing pippa birch um at pipster solutions so some of your listeners may have heard of her because you know she's got quite a name for herself in the industry um for just being a really lovely person basically um and so yeah i work for her um, I, as you've just said, have a very unique path of getting into my bidding career because I've actively sought out bidding as my career path because I just thought it was perfect for me and really good, um, yeah, sort of opportunity and career. So um, I think not enough people know of it, actually. Yeah. And uh, well, well, we'll we'll come on to that. So, uh, did what degree did you do? Because you're literally that early. This is first real job stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um I done a degree. I studied English literature um at university. So I was I've obviously always had a very um sort of writing background. I've always enjoyed writing, writing stories. Um, yeah, I've always had that part of me being creative I've like probably as my mum's loft I've got like hundreds of stories I've written as a child like random plays and things like that I'd never really thought too much about it I just enjoyed it and I went on to study English literature for no other reason apart from um because I enjoyed it I had no plan um and yeah when I got out of uni and realized I need a plan that's when I started thinking about it, not beforehand. Very good. So how, how did you hear about bidding as a thing? Because as you said, I would imagine most people on, on an English lit degree, or certainly any degree really, mm -hmm. until, uh, I mean, I should reference, I know APMP are doing some work in this space, so things will get better actually, and there will be more engagement. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's very early doors. So how, how did you hear about bidding? Because I'd imagine... Not many people do. How did you come across it? Yeah. Well, so I definitely didn't hear about bidding through any sort of uh, career day or 
um, through school or university or anything like that. Um, I heard of bidding. Well, initially I heard of bidding because one of my boyfriend's boyfriend's family members is a bid writer. So it was on my radar anyway, not that I'd given it like too much thought. Um, I just was aware that she was this mysterious thing called bid writer <laughs> um, and yeah, that she loved her job and that was about it. But um, yeah, I didn't think about it much really beyond that. Um, and then I started thinking, realising that it could be a career for me. In January 2020, um, I'd had a few months um, sort of figuring out what I wanted to do, like dabbling in lots of random things, like journalism and sort of charity work and um, like events and lots of random things. Um, previously, my previous job um, straight out of uni was office manager and PA which for us doing that for a year and a half um, and I actually really enjoyed that um, and that was for an electrical contractor and unwittingly I um, was involved in sort of estimating tenders and operation and maintenance manuals and things like that so I did sort of get a sense of the amount of work that goes into these huge projects um, while I was working at Elite, my old job. Um, but yeah, I left there and I was like, no, I want to do something more creative, like start doing journalism, things like that. And then someone contacted me on um, LinkedIn, it was actually, and was like, have you heard about bidding? And then I was, had a thought about it. I'd obviously known the profession before. Um, he told me a bit about it and I was like, this just seems like the perfect path for me um, because of the unlike many I was applying for a lot of jobs then um obviously young graduate you know needing work I was applying for every job under the sun um but I felt like when he was explaining this role to me and when I started looking at jobs in this sector um I honestly thought that I completely suited these roles um for the first time um, even though, you know, I knew it wasn't an easy profession, um, I was writing up job applications like, no, this is really suited to me. I knew I could do this. I knew I could do it well. And it felt authentic. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of how I got into it and where I first heard of it and my journey of, you know, wanting to fully commit to being a bit professional. Very good. Was that was that my friend Colin Fairbank you were talking about? Just, <laughs> that just was. was, wasn't it? I've just spoken to him today for the first time in a, in a few months actually. Uh, he's been good. off been off the road. Uh, yeah, what what are the chances of that? Yeah, he's oh picking my, my God, brains yeah. on a few things. The mad yeah. bastard. Uh, <laughs> it's very very, yeah, very random. Yeah. It is random, isn't it? Yeah. So for the listeners, Colin's a, a mate of mine. He's a, a a very good recruitment consultant. Uh, watch this space on what he's going to get up to uh, bless him um so really I've, I've that was the linkage actually because how we got to meet was that colin put you on my training course uh as to get your apmp foundation yeah. in order as well wasn't it okay yeah i remember now because that was that was some time ago wasn't it early mm -hmm. early 2020 what you say mm -hmm. um very good okay and then i, I sort of helped you along the path to finding and away you go but in, in between though so you came on my training course 
left some wonderful feedback. Thank you very much. Um, some time ago now, must have been like March or April last year, about a year ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you went on a bit of a journey then. Of, of I did. Various things. So what 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 took you? Know, what was the journey like to actually find your job with Pippa in the end? Oh, it was a big journey, <laughs> helped very much along by you, I would say. Um, yeah, so. Colin introduced me to the world of bidding and I was like oh my god yeah this is definitely what I want to do this feels like something I could really be good at um started applying for jobs it was all really good and then um so I that I really committed to that in February 2020 March 2020 um obviously we all know pandemic coronavirus um took hold and everything just went out the window so like obviously interviews were cancelled no one knew what they were doing people were even less likely to take a risk on um sort of an inexperienced graduate um than they were before um so i was very much back to the drawing board and i realized it was going to be you know a very difficult path to get a job for any job at that time let alone a job in this specific path that i wanted um so yeah i looked at you know what i had control over and i contacted the one connection that i had which was colin fairbank um and he put me in touch with you and then i done your you know bid and proposal masterclass which was really good um yeah really enjoyed that didn't scare me off clearly so i'd recommend it to anyone <laughs> and um <laughs> and yeah and then i you also put me in touch with charlotte Rees, who i who was just a great great person and she sort of mentored me um introduced me to the world of web app and all of this and like i just got exposed to this whole community um and yeah she she gave me so many tips as did you um i really worked on like indesign skills etc um i volunteered for some charities doing their um, bid writing for like fundraising bids um nothing spectacular but you know i was just doing what i could at that point um plodding along um doing that for yeah for a good few months and then you very very kindly put me in touch with a woman called Pippa Birch on LinkedIn and she was advertising for a role um, to expand her company she wanted an experienced bid writer um, who she didn't have to you know help along the way too much that could just she could just throw things out and didn't have to you know work too closely with um, little did she know that she'd actually hire me who has no experience and also another woman as well because she fell in love with both of us so yeah we just made this really lovely team and that was my journey it's been quite a whirlwind of a year actually um it's been pretty crazy to actually reflect on it now just feels a bit mad really that's interesting so but to dismantle some of that in terms of the useful takeaways first of all for young, for people in their early career yeah. Um, looking to get into bidding, um, there's some things that you did there along the way that, that were uh, probably quite helpful. So you you went and engaged with some industry people. I mean, I guess you know, Colin found you because he was following a tact which uh, isn't uncommon now. In that bid writers are very very difficult to come by, particularly okay. good. Ones. 
Um, and so a few organisations have taken the route of trying to grow their own, as in go and find journalistic people, uh, people with an, an English degree type trades and backgrounds and, and draw them into the world of bidding because, uh, you know, there's just nowhere near enough of you guys. Um, and so, but you can turn that on your head, on its head and go the other way and, you know, go and try and hunt opportunities to, um, you know, engage with organisations and, and some of the influencers, I guess, people like me and uh, certainly Charlotte, perhaps people like John Williams of SP and, and others. Um, so that's that's a thing uh, I think that was useful. You went you go and do some training, which I know you paid for off of your own back. Although I did give you a bit of a discount, didn't I? Um, <laughs> but I genuinely at that point early doors. You are the first person in my entire career that I've spoken to who actually meant to get into bidding. <laughs> Um, I think, I mean, actually, think just thinking about it on the spot, I've been saying that for a little while, but actually Charlotte Rees might be the first, because mm. she was the first apprentice through uh, the yes. original APMP uh, apprenticeship scheme. But I don't know if she meant, if she'd done something else beforehand or what, uh, but certainly someone, you know, coming almost straight out of uni uh, and wanting to uh, get into this game, you're, you're certainly one of the very first people I've ever, I've ever come across. And it's great because we we need part of the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you is that we need much more of this. If we want our discipline to professionalise, um, you know, and become truly sustainable and, and recognise for adding the value that it does, uh, we need to get a higher proportion of people in it who wanted to be in it in the first place. Yeah. Um, see it as a true career rather than lots of people who've kind of into it as majestic as many people can who have fallen into it um, you know the, the reality can be the, the reality is actually there's quite a high proportion of people in our sport um, who aren't that great and um, have fallen into it and or it's a task that's on their on their plate alongside other things and we need to um, professionalize and move away from that so uh, attracting young you know, people early in their career young people like you is really really important to the future of, of bidding and capture so that, that was why i wanted to have the, the the conversation so yeah you went and sought uh some people to talk to and you went and got uh you built a relationship with people like charlotte and took part in some of the community stuff like a like um, WIBAP. have you gone and got involved in apmp did you sign up um yeah not at that point i remember discussing with you um after i'd finished your course um I remember the conversation actually I said is it worth me you know joining APMP getting my foundation um doing all of that um because you know I'm this committed to doing this career I, I will do that if you think that's the right path for me to do but you said at the time like um I well it was quite a weird situation really because I literally hadn't worked in it so it would have felt a little bit weird to have like done all the exams and do everything before even having any sort of real life experience I think you did say just although you should definitely do that maybe try to get some real life experience first um so yeah that's where I did, did I sort of was in it for the long haul and yeah worked on building my experience up my skills up before I went on that journey and I'm now am a member of APMP um because Pippa's organised it all for me and I'm doing an apprenticeship um, with JGA which is APMP accredited and 
well, yeah, after I've done that, that's a two year apprenticeship. And after I've done that, I will be going on to doing my foundation, etc. But yeah, it's definitely a long, long haul journey that I've carved out. Smash it out <laughs> apart. Uh, but you, you, you were quite, that conversation early doors was quite right. You know, foundations really meant for people who have been in the sport for a couple of years, um, I think. Although, I mean, it's, to be honest, you know, foundations not rocket science for anyone who has worked in bids for a bit and is mildly intelligent at least um but it is the right standard the baseline standard it's called foundation uh, to to build from so you know there are some core competencies you have to pick up that it comes a lot easier if you've been there and done it a bit so i, I get that and it's wonderful that's another point you've made um that you've you've gone on that that apprenticeship route so i think that's another point for listeners uh, whether they're bid team leaders uh you know senior people mid managers who have got some staff or whether they're people early in their career looking to develop uh, i would seek out that apprenticeship route um i mean there, there aren't the, the jgas i think the 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 leading organization and there's only two uh, accredited organizations i think of I've had a bit of uh, interaction with JGA. I wanted to do some of the training stuff with them, but, fr but frankly, I fucked up my pitch to them, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, no, you'd have been excellent. Yeah, so they've got some, you know, they've got some good people doing some good good work. Um, but I, I, I didn't put the right effort into, uh, I screwed up my meeting with them, I think, but fair play to them. Um, so, no, I think having spent some time with Peter Coyle and uh, mm. the people behind that, that programme, it's it's really quite valuable for employers and of course it means they get people on the tools for the four days a week or whatever it is and um you know you get to study uh, alongside that um yeah. so it's 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 quite i think it's a you know a modern apprenticeship because when people think of apprenticeships they think of you know trade tradesmen's on the tools that um yeah. but of course actually modern apprenticeships are a full dearth of, of blue and white collar uh, stuff so uh, you're another great role model like Charlotte in in that space. That's that's great. So, uh, what's the experience been since you've got into bidding? Tell us about your journey since since you've been working for Pippa. How have you found it? Gosh, um, so a lot of things that I expected are the case. Um, it's very can be very fast paced. Um, obviously deadline driven. Um, you know, obviously challenging. At, times um and it i what surprises me with has surprised me so far is the amount of it's really high energy like fast paced like loads of bids due in um all at the same time it feels like you just yeah you don't know where you are and you just you just got your head down just got to do it and then and then it will relax and it's like very peaks and troughs which i actually really enjoy so that's a part of bidding that i am um, hadn't actually anticipated but actually really do enjoy that sort of level of working because yeah it makes it interesting and um yeah no day is the same um but yeah I've been, oh, I don't know it's hard to think back I've only been with Pippa for what four months now and it, it feels like I've been with her for way longer I feel like we've done so much together we've like really bonded as a little team and we're all sort of learning together which is nice like forming our own little um business so so what what surprises have there been in that four months or things you just hadn't thought of i guess uh, uh, 
one thing I definitely I mean I did get a little taste of it when um I was applying for jobs and sort of talking to you and Charlotte and people like that um but I didn't I definitely didn't have any idea that this was the case when I first you know wanted to become a bid writer but the community side of it I like APMP like there's a real LinkedIn presence um, of the bid writing community. Pippa does a lot of things like um, her Thursday throng every week and bid bites, which is amazing. I'd recommend anyone to join in for that because you just get, um, yeah, you get a sense of so many different sectors of the bidding world coming together and sharing points and things like that. And yeah, everyone's just been so supportive and friendly and lovely. I really didn't expect that at all like even right at the beginning when you and Charlotte were helping me so much I just didn't understand like why everyone was being so nice I didn't know that part of it existed so that's mm. definitely been a surprise and something that I really love um and yeah that's about it really well there's loads of things I just can't think of it right now <laughs> <laughs> there's probably way more stuff yeah there is there, there is there is a bit of a community that's that's really come about or I think really come to the fore during the pandemic actually which has been lovely yeah uh, yeah I, I think pre-pandemic uh, um, it was a bit quieter I think although you know there's there's good stuff APMP have got a good community they were holding some good events you know live in person it's it's obviously mm -hmm. been a shame to lose some of that but they, then they've done some you know great program of um, webinars both UK-wise and internationally and of course they've they've had their international conferences and stuff but it's it's not the same um and i do look forward to being able to get back to in-person stuff with that sort of gang i i think realistically next year really um i i know that they're pushing for conferences and things as, as are many people in many sectors because of you know it, it drives the, the revenue and therefore the services they can provide but um I, i'm not gonna I, well partly because um we, my we've got a baby due in uh, May so uh, I'm not going to be going out and about much I think for a little while but and and shielding on the run up to that and that sort of stuff but um yeah I I wonder it, how attractive it will be for people even with uh, jabs and all that stuff happening yeah. for the rest of this year we'll we'll have to see so I kind of look forward to next year of hopefully being able to get back into that kind of groove you know of, of going to some APMP events in the UK maybe go to the conference in the states next year um that kind of stuff yeah well of course i was gutted that um the, the one in nashville last year was cancelled um because i i won the uh, my business won the global vendor of the year award and i'd have picked it up in nashville so you can imagine the epic scale of piss up that would have been um and mike could have been there as well so it, it, it would have been uh, really really quite fantastic but so i'll have to look forward and make sure i put a decent award submission in for next year um but i, I know pippa certainly looks at the uk stuff and um and europe as well so that that community was was good uh, but i i was doing breakfast events and things because now APMP only covers about 20% of, of bid managers in the UK or bid, bidding people in the UK. Um, you know, there's 2,000 members in the UK. Well, Martin Smith's have got 10,000 contacts in their database uh, for recruitment. Um, so there's definitely a large proportion of uh, the community still to, to, to community build with. Um, 
So there's there's a bit to do there. So what last thing? What what have you enjoyed most so far in your in your journey? I guess. Um, what have I enjoyed most? I think I mean aside from the writing, which I obviously I don't know. Hope I've translated. I love that part aspect of it. I love the storytelling. You know, all of that. I've already said that. Um, but one thing I've definitely enjoyed, which you know I didn't give much thought before, and was working with the clients because um, Pips for Solutions, it's a, well, it's like a, yeah, like a bidding consultancy. So, and we work with mainly like SMEs. Um, so, you know, small, small businesses and we really get to know them. We become part of their business. We, you know, develop a relationship with them, find out, you know, everything there is to know about them and translate that into a bid and you know teach them along the way and it's really you know I don't know fulfilling and satisfying to do that um so I have really enjoyed that and yeah look forward to doing that in the future even more as I like you know develop do my apprenticeship gain more experience can take on my own clients like you know all, all of this is to come but um yeah I really enjoyed that part of it yeah just like chatting chat developing relationships it's nice. Yeah, it is, it's a it's a great discipline to be part of, um, and great great experience. So yeah, well, congratulations on getting your role with Pippa because um, she is wonderful. It is a great great business, and she's got some great clients that she works with. Um, and so yeah, long long may long may that continue. So in terms of the the, the takeaways, I think for today from someone who's early in their career is you know reach out and network. Mm. join the community, be part of the community, perhaps do a bit of training so you can say you've got a bit of credibility, even though it's not quite right, I think, to do foundation, uh, but certainly look for um, apprenticeship opportunities. Mm. And I think the takeaway for, uh, you know, senior people, managers, uh, people who have got a, a community of employed bidding people or other consultancies like Pippa's, uh, is consider that that foundation, uh, that, that apprenticeship route, sorry, for bringing staff into the business um, uh, and build, building uh, that that base of uh, people that are starting out in, in this sport because uh, I think we need it. So that's a decent episode. Thank you very much, Katie. It's really, really, <laughs> it's, it's lovely to catch up anyway and lovely yeah. to hear how you're doing. Um, it, it's, it's been great to see you flourish working with my friend uh, Pippa. I'm glad I, I could help out a bit, but I think you know, she's no fool. You wouldn't have got the job if you, you weren't the right person for it. So fair play to you. And yeah, very, very best of luck. I look forward, perhaps we'll catch up in a year's time again and see how you're doing uh, a year great. down. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'd love that. Thank you, Jeremy. And thanks for um, yeah, speaking with me. Little old me with no experience. Appreciate that. Interesting stuff. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> OK, thanks, Jeremy. Well, what a great and, and fun episode uh, that was. Thank you very much, Katie, and, and thanks to uh, Pippa for finding that place for her. I, I hope it uh, continues to go from strength to strength. Um, so what else have we got going on? So we've got our breakfast event two weeks today, 8 a.m. on the 14th of April, um, our breakfast webinar. So we're open to all of our Patreon community members. So uh, we've got Professor Sue Arrowsmith, um, who helped the government shape the, the latest view 
the green paper that's been consulted on on the future of public sector procurement for the UK. So she's going to be giving a speech on uh, how that came together and what it means. So quite vital stuff, actually, if you touch the public sector, really powerful stuff. Um, we've then got a panel on the future of uh, or the next steps, if you like, with social value, uh, which Mike Reed is going to come back and kindly chair uh, for us. Uh, so he's going to be joined by Gillian Askew, who's an ex-director of YPO, the big public procurement body. Uh, but she's really spent the last 10 years focusing on um, local spend, uh, driving uh, development for SMEs. Uh, and social value through procurement. And she's got an interesting portfolio career now uh, with uh, the Federation for Small Business and uh, some social enterprises supporting small businesses in that space. So she brings a great deal of knowledge and current insight. Uh, there's a lady called Carrie-Anne Hewlin, who's a mate of mine, uh, who's actually turned into a bit of very rare animal. She's a, a, a social value bid writing expert. Uh, supports clients with those aspects of her bid but also you know she's she's a practitioner in that space still uh, still operates in that space supporting organizations with sorting out their approach to social value uh, and then I can say uh, that we've got uh, Chris from Scape who's going to join us who's uh, improvement and performance director uh, at Scape who's going to bring their framework public sector framework view too and then lastly, uh, I'm going to have a fireside chat with Dan Connors from Applied Influence Group. Uh, so building on the speech that he gave uh, at our last uh, breakfast event on influence in business. Uh, it's really quite powerful stuff. I urge you to, to catch that. So you don't need to buy a ticket. All you need to do is join our Patreon community. You can get to that through my LinkedIn profile. Uh, and there's a link to, to sign up to the webinar for free through that. Uh, we've moved away from uh, charging tickets for individual events. We're looking to build a community with much more value uh, than those one-off interactions. So it's just $3.99 a month um, to join our community and get access to three breakfast events a year, a half-day conference, but also all the other stuff that we do, blog posts, uh, interviews with senior leaders in our space, uh, top tips videos, drop-in surgeries and micro-training sessions with, with me and some other pros from across the parish so uh, quite a valuable community I hope we're building and this is our first big uh, event in that space so please please do uh, try and join if you can it would be great to have you along uh, our next episode I've already got in the can actually uh, for the podcast is with Jen Namvar uh, who's a capture expert out in the states uh, in in the DC area uh, where we're going to talk about the the difference between capture in the states where they're a bit more mature uh, they're probably 10 years in advance of us in, in professionalising capture. And so what can we learn stargazing from, from the European perspective uh, in, in where, where they're progressing in that space to, to position for opportunities? So look forward to that one uh, next week. Catch you later. Thank you.